Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. What restaurant would you want a lifetime pass to? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hey. And look at us. We're talking about food again. Oh my God. Weird. Oh my God. Uh, the question that you asked, um, what restaurant would you want a lifetime pass to, is relevant today because there's actually a restaurant who's doing that very thing. Now, this is going to be a familiar story with a couple of caveat toppies. See what I did there? Oh, yeah, Caveat toppy. <laughs> so cute with marinara. With five cheese marinara. Um, no, we're talking about Olive Garden or Jardin d'Olive. And uh, Olive Garden, you know how they did that pasta pass? Yes. Never ending pasta pass where like for a month you got to eat all the pasta you want. I think it was for a year. You got to oh, eat yeah, pasta a year. all the time. A m- My a month, girl then. likes to pasta, pasta all the time. Pasta all the time. Pasta all the time. All the time. <laughs> that was the remix. Pastapass.com. That was a thing. And we've talked about that before. Well, because that's not enough anymore, no. they had to one-up themselves. And from the never-ending pasta pass, they are adding the lifetime pasta pass. Now, there are a couple of caveat toppies, uh-huh. as I said, mm-hmm. about the lifetime pasta pass. But this ain't no joke. Here's the thing. For $100, so just $100, you will literally have pasta for the rest of your life. Life, 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 life. <laughs> it's. I thought it was five. Why did I think it was five hundred dollars? Because it is. Okay. So it's but five, what was the hundred dollars I just read? That isn't that the pasta pass was a hundred dollars. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, a um, hundred dollars was the original pasta pass. Five hundred dollars for the lifetime pasta pass. Now the caveats, as I mentioned, are the caveat toppies. Yeah. Are that there are just fifty of these five hundred dollar pasta passes, and um, the first fifty to complete their transaction will be offered the opportunity to opt in for the lifetime pasta passes oh. for an additional four hundred bucks, meaning it's five hundred. Got it. Those who opted in for the lifetime passes will be notified if they qualify the following day, at which point they can finish their transaction. And uh, as this article points out, start scoping out real estate options close to. An Olive Garden, because this is the first time they've ever done this. And it says, if you use a valuable pass, if you use your lifetime pasta pass to order one bowl a day for the next 60 years, each bowl would cost you less than three cents. So they kind of 
give you some incentives to think about the value here. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. What restaurant would you want a lifetime pass to, Colleen? Um, well, I mean, it seems like the easy thing for me to say would be like um, Taco Bell because I love Taco Bell. But I don't know that I would make use of the lifetime pass to Taco Bell. So I'm going to say, because I really probably need a lifetime pass to this place, Carboni's on Cedar. Oh, there you go. Because literally we're there there like probably twice a week. Okay, Um, We're basically family. Sometimes I go into the kitchen and make my own food. That's not true. I don't do that. In any case, that seems like that would be an economical thing for me to do. Yeah, for sure, because your family would actually get, you know, get actual use. Right. Of it. I mean, I think a lot of people would be like, I would like mayonnaise. Yeah. You know, I mean, or I would like birch. Yeah. Or I would like spoon and stable. You know, like, sure, you could pick those fancy yep. restaurants, but like, you're going to want to go there on a Thursday um, and with, fight the crowds and just to get your dinner. Yeah. No. No. And that is why I am going to pick. Just wait for it. I am waiting. Are you ready for it? I, yes. <laughs> I want to say one, but I can't because it's not here anymore. Okay. I wanted to say Old Country Buffet. Oh, I, There's yeah. still one left, Bradley. In Burnsville. In Burnsville. Mm-hmm. But see, okay, okay, then okay, I'm picking which, Old Country Buffet. Okay. Yay! Which brings me, though, to my only kind of reservation about a lifetime past, or a lifetime pass like this. Okay. Is that it only is good for the lifetime of that restaurant. And so I would be well, nervous if it's a one-off, about. Then, of course, yeah, that, that certainly is going to take away, you know, like any restaurant could close. Right. But if I'm just thinking about a restaurant that I would yes. be at for the rest of my life, then it's got to be. Then I start to think in terms of what is a place that I could go again and again and again and again and again and, and again. And always again. have like a different experience. Yeah. What was the Supermoon buffet? Oh, that's good. See, I was the yeah. one I was thinking might be one of those. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's go to the phones. Carrie's on the line. Hi, Carrie. Carrie, if you could have a lifetime pass to any restaurant, what would it be? Mill Valley Kitchen. Oh, that's okay. a good one. Yeah. Why? What? What's your um, favorite thing to eat there? Everything. Everything um, course, the yeah. mushroom risotto, the um, uh, uh, flatbread that they have. Mm. Uh, great cocktails. It's just a great place. Yeah. I like a whole variety. You can go there if you're really hungry or if you're not hungry. Thank you for your call, Carrie. Yeah. You know what that just made me think is like, why can't we try to negotiate that with some of our favorite restaurants? Right? I know. Like, Hi, can I get a lifetime <laughs> pass to this place? Because I'm here all the time. <laughs> Ultimately, I think it's, you know, I do like, though, because I feel like you'd have different ones, right? Like if we were just doing chain restaurants, I would have my chain restaurant um and that's where i think i would stick with one of the buffets yeah but then if it was like you know a local restaurant of course there are like a hundred i would choose from right um but i wouldn't say a hundred actually there's not a hundred because then you start doing the math which is like where is a place you actually want to be in right and i wouldn't want it to be too fancy because then i would or too busy. Yeah, you want like a nice casual like family experience. restaurant. Exactly. Holly, what would be the place you would want a lifetime pass? I got it. Mm. It's not technically a restaurant. I know exactly what she's going to say. But you can sit your the buns co-op. down. Do you though? Do you know what I'm going to say? The I co-op? I, I think I do. Unlimited, not the co-op. Unlimited Hot bar, salad yes, bar from whole, whole Foods, oh, because, okay. yeah. well, or the co-op yeah. could be because you know the dangers. 
of eating at the hot bar at yeah. Whole Foods or the co-op. Yeah, it costs you an arm and a leg to get some really amazing and food. And a lifetime pass would turn it into the old country buffet. Yeah, it's true. Seriously. Yeah. Well, and then you can sit down if you want to get out of the house or if you're lazy and you want to take off your pants and just, you know, eat your hot bar. <laughs> okay. At home, please never combine those words. Those words ever again. Um, I would say to um, just to clarify the unlimited pasta pass, which is what got us, or lifetime pasta pass, which is the thing that got us talking about this. It is unlimited pasta, breadsticks, and uh, salad. Salad. So for the you know the lifetime, it's not like everything on the menu, right? And it's only for the person who bears the pass. It's not for everybody at the table. Correct. It is for the pass bearer. Yes. <laughs> Um, Hello, I am the pass bearer. By the way, if you are interested in being one of the first 50, which, like, good luck to you, but it will happen during our show on Thursday. I think we should just log in and see what happens, because yes. like, even if we got one, I bet it's transferable. Oh, good call. We don't should probably think? look into that. I don't know. But if it is, like, we can make some money. Okay. Like, I'll sell you the pass for, like, an extra 50 bucks. You just got to pay me. Okay. <laughs> No, anyway, it's going to happen during our show. We're going to read the fine print on that, but yes. At 1 p.m. 48 hours from now, those will already be sold out. Because yeah. those things go so quick. And I will say, I wonder if that, this program, hasn't kept Olive Garden going. Because it gets us to talk about Olive Garden every single year. It's brilliant. And then everybody goes, I could really go for a tour of Tuscany. And then, you know, it keeps it a little bit top of mind. And then there's, of course, the people who have the passes who are bringing people in because you don't want to go and sit by yourself in one of those rolly chairs and like... No, you want a companion. You want Ospitaliano. <laughs> yes, thank Frankly, you. Frankly, I don't. Yeah, I would. Sometimes I would be totally fine just going by myself with like my phone. Sure. And getting my unlimited breadsticks. But every and salad. once in a while, you would maybe want you know to bring a partner with you, somebody that uh, you could talk to. I'm just saying, maybe a photoshopped picture of Priyanka Chopra. On your side, I would bring her. Yeah, she could totally come. <laughs> when we get uh, when we get back from this break, when we come back around, <laughs> uh, let's check in with all those celebrities at sea. <laughs> Bradley Trainer has been uh, uh, practicing his maritime knowledge by oh, it's shocking tracking the yachts of the celebrities. Mm-hmm. He'll tell us where everybody is in space and time after this on my talk one zero seven one. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And uh, that was not Bradley's uh, gastrointestinal tract. No, that was uh, a little uh, cruise ship horn. Let's do it again. Horn, not horn. What is it? I said horn. It sounded cruise like cruise ship, ship horn. Horn. I mean, I'm sure that's a whole genre, but that's neither oh, That's true. There. Check into that. Oh, did I say that? Yes, you did. Okay. Uh, we are checking in on our celebrities at sea. Bradley Trainer has a beat on where everybody is at present. Aye, aye, Captain. Okay, kids, are we ready on the poop deck to talk about celebrities? Yay! Let's swab the poop deck. With celebrities. No. Excuse me. Okay, so remember we've been talking about Kylie Jenner being uh, on a yacht. She's on a boat, right? Yes. Why? Because it's her. 22nd birthday, and so she thought, I'll drop a couple million on a big, big A boat to take all my friends on. And she is. She did. And um, here's the thing. 
I found out yesterday that we could track. Oh, I kind of knew we could do this, but yesterday I actually started tracking her, and I showed you guys. It was very easy. That sounds like so creeper. It sounds I'm tracking to- her. It's totally creepy, you guys. But literally, you can see the movements for the last twenty four hours. And I sent you stop. I sent you a picture of Kylie Jenner's big movements over the last okay. twenty four hours. Uh, the shit that she's on is called the. Do you remember this tranquility? Yes. And it's a chartered yacht, right? Yes. Um, are you sure that this isn't a drawing done by her child? Yeah, it looks like it, right? So show me or tell me visually what you see before you. This is again the track of Kylie Jenner's um, chartered yacht off the coast of Genoa, Italy. Um, it looks like maybe it's made a couple big loops, but otherwise it's just sort of scribbled back and forth a little bit. Looks around like, the loops. Looks like my one-year-old nephew drew that. I know. This is what I'm saying. It looks like she gave Stormy a crayon <laughs> so what you're and lo- was like, here you go. So what you're looking at is just <laughs> plot. plot around. <laughs> no, it literally is plot points. It shows you the movement for the last, uh, from 621s to 6. Yeah, so, so it's the last 24 hours of movement for this vessel. We saw yesterday that it left... Um, I don't remember the name of the city, but they left the city off the coast, whatever port. I think it's Portofino, actually, is where the boat came from. And its next port of call listed is Saint-Tropez, which is to the south of France. But it hasn't begun its uh, trip to Saint-Tropez. It literally, for the last 24 hours, has just been sort of circling. Now, what's interesting is that there's another yacht that was in the vicinity previously that was sort of, um, uh, what's the word I want to say? Like, kind of mingling around in that very specific area. Like, it looked like the paths crossed yeah. with this other ship. The only problem is the ship is like, um, connected with some super duper, very wealthy person who charters it. So, I have no idea who's chartering it. But there's only like one other boat that's sort of been in their neighborhood, is what I'm saying. You know what that makes me dream about? What? It makes me wonder if that's not because Miley Cyrus is also on a yacht right now. And maybe their yachts are just like well, her, dancing around each other. Her yacht actually was in um, Lake Como. And I feel like her yacht has dropped them off on land for like they've had a couple excursions. So it's interesting. I'm glad you brought this up. So we've been tracking Kylie Jenner. And, and with Kylie, you've got people like Chris. You've got Tristan. You've got the baby. There's this whole article about Kylie and Stormy. Um, looking very rich in Italy. I think she just looks like she's had way too many injectables in her face, Uh frankly, but that's a whole separate conversation. Uh She would say they're fillers, you guys. They're fillers. Okay. okay, That's what she says. 22-year-olds don't need fillers, generally speaking. Right? I mean, I don't disagree with you. Okay. So, in addition, here's something fascinating. In the very same part of the world, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. 
Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. You've got Miley Cyrus who's on a boat. This time inland Italy, off uh, in Lake Como, on Lake Como. But you also have Arena Shake. And Arena Shake is, I think, in Spain or just off the coast of Spain. So it's all sort of in this Mediterranean sphere of influence right uh-huh. now. You have celebrities. It's not unusual, right, Holly? I feel like celebrities this time of year, this is kind of their... This is the yachting season. Mm-hmm. It is, actually. It's yeah. when people go on vacation. Yeah, mm-hmm. Especially in that part of the world because yes. it's peak season right now in the, that part of the Mediterranean. So, um, But what's also fascinating, and I don't know what this means, but there's like a ton of Versace crossover happening between the three of them. Like, if you look at Miley, she's uh, in some of her photos on Instagram, she's wearing like a Versace bathing suit. Um, There's also like a big Versace towel. And Arena Shake was wearing a Versace bralette. Okay. And a matching miniskirt. But there are stories about each of those things. So it's not just that I happen to casually notice they're wearing Versace because rich people wearing Versace is probably not that unusual. Right. But it's like there are stories being written about it and it just makes me wonder like what the connection is. You know, are they like trying to get free press all over the place by sending people, you know, Versace stuff? Or is that, is that a destination in that? I don't know. I mean, I don't know enough about Versace. Um, Well, they're in Italy and I think actually now that you mention it, Oh, there was some other story. I can't think of it. There's some other story about uh, Donatella Versace. Anyway, so I don't know if there's something connected there. I just thought it's interesting that three of the people we talk about on a regular basis are all in generally the same part of the world huh. right now. And you know. and they're all circling and wearing Versace. Yeah. How the other half lives, everybody. Basically. They circle in the ocean on yachts and wear Versace. Mm-hmm. But we're sitting here giving you all the dirt. In fact, we're going to tell you about some celebrities behaving badly. We call them D-bags. We're going to tell you about them after this on My Talk 1071. Celebrities behaving badly to tell you about on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hey. We have a name for those celebrities behaving badly, and that name is Douchebag. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. My D-bag is Kim Kardashian. Oh, okay. That's a surprise. I mean, she's a frequent flyer, but we haven't, she hasn't been around much in the D-bag section of our store. Um, But, okay, I saw this Instagram post of hers yesterday. It is a series of pictures of her daughter, North, who's like, I don't know for sure exactly how old she is, but I think maybe like seven, like six, seven years old. (sighs) This is the caption. My Northy girl is the ultimate fashionista. She comes with me to fabric stores and picks out what she likes. And for our Japan trip, I let her style herself. I should have let her style me too. She <laughs> loves it. She's is having that fair fun. Abraham? And I'm so happy she's so expressive. No, that's Kim Kardashian talking about her Northy girl and how uh, expressive she is through her clothing. But 
this the what I'm you might be like, well, I mean, it's like every seven year old is expressive with their clothing, right? Like yeah. every seven year old is wants to put together weird outfits that things that adults would look at and go, I wouldn't have done that, but good on you, right? Yeah. Creative, yes. Like my kids all did it; they still do. Yesterday, my daughter was wearing orange shorts with a hot pink shirt. Did it hurt my eyes? Yes. Did I tell her that? Absolutely not. What bugged me about this was in normal world, in like human, the rest of us world, yeah, it's not called styling herself. It's called getting dressed. Yeah, it's called just being a kid. Yeah, it's called putting clothing on. My Northy girl. <laughs> um, yeah, like it sounds like a line of clothing that we'll be treated to in the next six months. Northy girl. Also, I would imagine that the majority of parents allow their kids to dress themselves this whole like she let me i let her style herself like no you just she just picked out her own outfits they're called outfits it's called getting dressed but i understand in kim kardashian world because she styles herself and and kanye styles her in normal world we all just put our clothes on. Uh-huh. It yep. just is I don't like style a- anything. Jamie does. I just literally pick up clothes off the floor and put them on my body and hope there's not stains. Do a whiff test. Wow. I mean, I lit. That's literally how I get dressed in the morning. I mean, like you know, some days I wear what I'm wearing today, which is like I should be mowing the lawn. Some days I'll put a little extra effort in just for funsies. You yeah. know, sometimes I like to do girly things and put on. I call that putting on a collar. There you go. Sometimes I like to put on a collar. Sometimes I put on two. Sometimes I pop them. Like it's 1984. Mm, Sometimes you perm your hair. Exactly. Okay, I'm feeling feeling attacked. (laughs) But the the point is this. There's nothing about, like, this, it just is D-baggy. That's all. It's just D-baggy, okay? Which is why it's in this segment. The child just got dressed. She put on her clothing. Yeah. She looks adorable. Be no more, no I'm not less. trying to take that away from her. She looks adorable and she should be happy and confident and comfortable in what she's wearing. But let's not indoctrinate her into this world of like styling yourself. She's seven, for goodness sake. She's just living her best life. Let her be. Let her be. Let her be. Uh, exactly. The girl that she wants to be. Her name is Northy. The. And with an IE, which is exactly. weird to me. Just doesn't look right. There, you just did so much rhyming, like all together. I know it was beautiful. You're welcome. You're a poet. Uh, I want to tell you about Jennifer Aniston. What about her? Well, actually, she's not my d bag. Um, Jennifer Aniston is the story about Jennifer Aniston is my d bag. Mm-hmm. You know how that works. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like by. <clears throat> Yeah. By uh, association. Association. Thank mm-hmm. you You're very welcome. much. Words you. are rough. You know, I only use them for a living. Know, talking is so hard. Okay. In the IB Times, it's the Irritable Bowel Times. Okay. <laughs> no, it's called the IB Times. Anyway, they have a story, and the headline is Jennifer Aniston stunning in t shirt. Den- er, excuse me. Jennifer Aniston stunning in t shirt and denim amid claims her life is ruined. What? Okay. Excuse me? So then I'm like, what does that mean? So like you're giving you're giving me like Jennifer Aniston's fashion choices. 
at the same time you're telling me that her life is ruined? Like, I'm like, should I be amazed like, that she had the wherewithal you, to put jeans and a t-shirt on while she's living a you, ruined life? Would you see the story that says, like, Liam Hemsworth sulking after tragic end to his relationship wears a sporty new pair of shorts and a nice shirt with a collar? Probably not. No, you're not going to see the media talk about a woman's attire and then in the same breath talk about how her life has been ruined. Like, her life may be ruined, but she looks great. (laughs) Right? So the story itself goes on to say Jennifer Aniston looks stunning in her white t-shirt and denim jeans amid claims that her life is ruined. What exactly are you trying to tell me here, IB Times? Well, also, what ruined her life? Am I missing something? Well, okay. So... (laughs) She was spotted, on, and this all happened when she was spotted on her way home uh, after a night out in West Hollywood on Friday. She looked chic and stunning. By the way, all she's wearing is a white shirt and light wash denim jeans. Is there she anything looks unusual? Stunning in a t-shirt and jeans. Okay, it's a t-shirt and jeans. Um, <laughs> she looks stunning. I mean, she would look stunning in a plastic bag. Yeah. So, yes, but also, who cares? Right. What she looks like. Now, do you remember this story? Because this is going to take us back to 2015, when um, Carmel—I don't—I didn't know the name Carmel Musgrove. Do, does that name ring nope, a bell? Not even a little bit. So the sighting it came about. Sounds like it might actually be a restaurant. At the same time, I know right that an insider claims that Aniston's life has been ruined after she was dragged into court. Um, with a case involving Carmel Musgrove's death that occurred during her honeymoon party with ex-Justin Thoreau at Bora Bora. Apparently, um, this source says that the 50-year-old star, who looked stunning, by the way, has been struggling with the idea of taking the stand in the uh, taking a stand in court. She's riddled with anxiety, says the source, and in a state of panic over having to testify as a witness. She's barely eating or sleeping as she works herself up into a paranoid state and fears things could potentially spiral if the jury or the judge isn't satisfied with her testimony. But she looks stunning in a t-shirt and jeans. But she looks stunning in a t-shirt and jeans. Now, the woman, do you remember this Carmel Musgrove? Not even a little bit. Holly, do you remember this? You know, I don't. So Musgrove was last seen at Aniston and Thoreau's party. In Bora Bora. Two days later, her nude body was found floating in the water. Oh my gosh. Based on the Some o- fixer buried this. Based on the autopsy, she died from a combo of drowning and the effects of drug and alcohol. Okay, so I don't remember us talking about this story, but I would imagine that if somebody died at her party and it was I mean I'm not trying to minimize the death of this person, but I would imagine it's not uncommon for people when you mix alcohol and water for them. To end up in a situation yeah. like this. It has nothing to do with Jennifer Aniston. Right. And presumably this case, I didn't I didn't even look into this case. I'm assuming this case is like one uh, holding um, somebody accountable for civil damages, not Jennifer Aniston, because if it were, it would be headline news. Right. Right. Maybe it's like the hotel or right. wherever they stayed. Somebody is trying to, you know, file a claim in this particular case. And she, as a material witness in the case, has to testify. Right. So... They basically just took this story, which I'm sure she's sad about. Right. right? Absolutely. And I, and I would, I mean, I wouldn't think it was so far from the realm of possibility that she would have some anxiety around testifying. However, the um, confluence of uh, of points also, in this is none of also, it makes sense together. Also, 
to your point that you just made so aptly. It's not as if this is the outfit she wore into court. No, it's this outfit she wore where it's like they used her outfit as a means by which to tell the story of this person who died at her engagement party. But it's like three steps away. Also, you see what I mean? Yeah. That's so bizarre. As if that wasn't weird enough. The end of the story is simply this. So we heard about the story. She's out with. She looks stunning in a t-shirt and jeans. Horrible. She's having anxiety around testifying in this case about this woman who died after her engagement party. Last week, Aniston was also spotted looking gorgeous in her white jumpsuit with capri pant style bottoms while walking in West Hollywood. She was also wearing a pair of black and white braided Velcro slip-on sandals, a brown Stetson hat, and clear-framed sunglasses. You guys, we're doing it wrong. What? Somebody gets paid to say this junk. Yeah, the Irritable Bowel Times. I wow, We are doing it wrong. Catherine I could tell you what Armisen. people are wearing places and how they look. <sighs> I, I do want to dig into the story, though, don't you? Well, a little bit, because what I honestly, I really do think some fixer... Not her clothes, the Carmel Musgrove. Thank you. I, I really do think some Hollywood fixer probably buried that story, because that would be something that normally would take like huge headlines and people would be speculating about, but I, I don't even remember it. And that's not so long ago. What, that was 2015? Yep, this is 2015. Yeah, and I'm looking at the Hollywood Reporter, and the wrongful lawsuit was filed in 2017. And this woman, uh, Carmel Musgrove, was the assistant to Joel Silver. And Joel Silver, if you don't know his name, he's a big-time producer. He did movies like the Lethal Weapon franchise. And uh, really big-time. Yeah. So there's... There's a lot It stinks a little bit. Like, it smells a little fishy. No... Literally, no pun intended, but I really do think that this is a classic case of um, the PR machine getting in the way of that story making as many headlines as it probably should have. Um, interesting. Well, you know what? Now I want to pay attention to that story. Like right. you said, Bradley, I don't care what Jennifer Aniston is wearing. What she's wearing. Like, why wouldn't you just say, like, here's a fascinating story. You probably forgot about this woman who died tragically. And Jennifer Aniston is going to have to be a part of this, which I'm sure she doesn't really want to be. Let's think about what that experience is like instead of, oh, look, she was outside doing stuff in clothes. <sighs> So, anyway. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we just got done telling you about a couple D-bags. We've got an anti-D-bag. We have the antidote to our D-baggery after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Well, we just got done telling you all about the D-bags that we spotted in Hollywood, but we found an anti-D-bag. The exact opposite of a D-bag. This is the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Bradley, who is our D-bag antidote today? So you might have heard the name Hannah Gadsby. I know, Colleen, you know who that is, and Holly, you do as well. But for the listener, Hannah Gadsby is a comedian. She's from, uh, well, they call her an Aussie comedian, but really she's from New Zealand as far as I remember. Um, But uh, she had most recently a special on Netflix that was sort of like anti-comedy. It was like comedy, but it wasn't comedy. Just watch it. It was great. It's Mm -hmm. a profound sort of... Uh, whatever performance, let's just leave it at that, a profound performance about sort of the current state of so much, right? All like I don't things. even know where to begin, but she talks about gender, she talks about comedy, she talks about masculinity. And it's called Nanette. 
Thank it's, you. So just so you know, if you're looking it up, that's what you look it up under. But the comedian is Hannah Gadsby. Um, anyway, watch it. But she has been talking about all sorts of issues related to that special and including but not limited to the Me Too movement. And specifically today, I ca- I'm calling her an anti-D-bag uh, in uh, response to comments that she had about Louis C.K., sort of the disgraced comedian who's sort of somehow single-handedly clawing himself back to uh, a position of prominence. And I'm sure someday, I'm sure someday he will tell us just how difficult it was for him to recover from his self-inflicted. Yeah. And everybody will feel pity and sadness for him and the hard work he had to do to rise back to the top after like, Touching himself in After front of people. whipping it out and having his way with himself in front of people. Don't get me started. Yeah. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Okay, multiple times. Anyway. Repeatedly. Mm -hmm. Knowing it was wrong. Yep. Okay. Anyway. In exchange for (laughs) helping people with their career. Don't worry about it. Here's the article. It talks, or the interview, um, and the headline is simply, Hannah Gadsby, there's a path to redemption for Louis C.K., He's just not taking it. So when I saw that, I was like, I really appreciate what she has to say on these issues, or at least she seems to say things in a way that kind of cuts through the sort of crap, yeah, if you will, yeah. in our <laughs> and very world. cleanly. I mean, she says things in a way that is it's succinct and it's very relatable and it's understandable and it seems thoughtful, exactly, fair, intellectually sound. Okay. So when she says these things, I think I, I want to listen. So when she says that there is a path of redemption for Louis to take, he's just not taking it. I think, OK, I like that because, of course, he's a person. He is entitled to, you know, pursue his line of work. Um, and she says this, and I'll just give you a little bit of this interview, which you can read in its entirety. She says he's a joke now of CK she's talking about. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important to keep making that joke. He has not reassessed his position of power, and that is why he was able to abuse it. It's difficult to see a shift in your own power and privilege. It's not something we're trained to do. He still honestly thinks he's the victim in all of this. And this is where I think there's a message here for people beyond just Louis C.K. Like, I think she's absolutely right. Like, okay, he's not whatever you think he's doing right now, it's not sort of an assessment of his own privilege. It's not an assessment of his own, um, 
his own role. It's it's more like poking fun at the thing that he got caught doing and how his life has sucked as a result. Right. There's there's you know, it seemed at first like there was contrition on his part when he first addressed what had happened and said he was going to take a beat from the spotlight and maybe get his stuff together and try to understand what had happened. But we've heard parts of his act that make it very clear that he's doubling down on it and making sort of a mockery out of it and not taking it seriously and seeing his part in it. And to your point that he is a victim of it because his career suffered. And I think that's a lesson we can all take Right. So like it's not it's not unnecessarily pick on Louis C.K., but I think there's real value in looking at um, the story of Louis C.K., what happened and how he's reacting to it. And now what he's trying to do. And we've talked about on this show how he's trying to relaunch his career. He's showing up doing different stand up and really sort of pushing back against, you know, critics who are like, really, is this the time? And then when they go see him, I mean, they can't even share what they think about the act that he's doing, because by all accounts, He's like put a clamp down on people talking about his act. Yeah. Right. So it's very like protective because he's trying to control the narrative around it. And so he can't give over any he can't give again. It's back to that not assessing the power and privilege because he's in a position where people apparently want to hear what he has to say. Mm hmm. Probably partly because it's not being shared widely. So then people go, gosh, yeah, I mean, I kind of want to see what he's talking about because we can't know. So I want to be there to see what he's doing. And then you pay the money and you go there and he's got such power over you and that that you then can't leave and share it. So he's continuing to exercise that perceived power. And she's pointing this out. And again, I think very fairly and not, you know, uh, she's not unnecessarily like being unfair right that's what usually fair means anyway i'm saying the same thing um but i wanted to share a little bit more of what she said she uh, in terms of what else he can do um she says quote well he can stop calling people the r word yeah he can stop feeling uh, stop feeling sorry for himself there is a clear path to redemption he's just not taking it he's being self-indulgent and he's being a crybaby that's not a path to redemption that's just throwing a tantrum for the tantrum itself And when they go on to say, well, what about, you know, other people's path of redemption, people like Aziz Ansari, um, et cetera. And she goes, well, you can apply this to anyone. I just think there's an issue at large and it goes across all issues of representation. I think because we think about men as the default, they don't know how to let other people talk about their experiences without. And here's where I think the message really is. Mm -hmm. They don't know how to let other people talk about their experiences without centering themselves And that runs deeper than two lonely comedians. And I just thought that is a brilliant. So do you get what she's saying? Not really. Can you like frame it in your sort of interpretation? She's referring to men. I think people. Sure. Let's talk about men because in the case of Louis C.K. But I really think this is a valuable message for everybody. So again, um, they don't know how to let other people talk about their experiences without centering themselves. Meaning... You can talk about your experiences and you can talk about the things going on without you having to be the center of it. That's how I took uh, it. Okay. Um, and she says that runs deeper than two lonely comedians. And I, what I think that means is it applies to a lot of people. Yeah. Right. And I just think the world would be a much better place if we try to take ourselves out of the center of the thing that it is we're talking about, because then you always just become like, we've all got, journeys that we're on right right 
So, so then what I, to take it kind of to the next level, I think then what I'm hearing is that she's basically saying like for Louis CK, when he takes the stage, he is behaving as though he is the center of the me too movement, which is all happening around him in his own situation. When the truth really is, he's like, that's a part of it. It's bigger than that. And he continues to to sort of make it about him and not about what is happening in the world at large. And we can all relate to that. Yeah. Like, absolutely. Like the things that happen to you, like, you can make that about you, but then it's a very easy thing to do when you just make it about you to make it very specific and not, um, and I don't know how to quite put it, but it basically just keep keeps you from seeing how you can relate to others, yeah. how we're all just a part of something, how right. we all suffer from things. It just it's very inwardly focused in a way that I don't think is very helpful. And again, she's applying this very specifically to Louis C.K. I just think like it would be nice if all of us kind of tried to not center ourselves in those things. Absolutely. Because especially where he's concerned, that's part of what allows him to stay in that victim space yeah. because he can't see the bigger picture. Yeah. He's so focused on the small micro Louis C.K. Like picture. You don't understand what it was like to be Louis C.K. going through all these moments. I mean, yeah, yeah I did I, this thing, but... I also don't really care, Louis. Okay. So, yeah. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, what is the best ice cream treat? 651-641-1071 after this. Important holiday PSA. Do not sleep on Old Navy's Jingle Jammies. From iconic plaids to candy cane stripes to merry elves... Old Navy has every festive pajama print for the fam at prices that would make even Santa jealous. Want to match everyone in Buffalo checks, even your dog? Go for it. Sorry, not sorry. But these PJs sell out fast. So pop by an Old Navy store or visit OldNavy.com. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.